I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We've been asked several times how to host more people or build out entertainment spaces for folks. There's a lot of things that we can do. Depending on the size of your base, we can add in an island to get you more countertop space. We can put in some larger ovens so you can cook larger meals. We do beer bars. We can do wine bars. We can do soda machines, coolers, all that kind of stuff. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at thedesignery.com. From Capital Broadcasting Company and WRALFM, welcome to Wine and Dandy. I'm your host, Sarah King. I'm your host, Jamie Caskey, and wine is fun, and we intend to prove it. So we're hanging out with you during this pandemic fun and sharing some uh, different wine thoughts for you. We got our one from Seaboard Wine Warehouse, who donated, as usual. Thank you, Seaboard Wine Warehouse, Doug and Jen. Um, but they are doing curbside pickup, and a lot of the local wine stores are doing curbside pickup. So that's a great time to try some new wines, and we're here to give you some ideas. And what I love about it is that you have to call in. So you have to, like talk about what you like. And that's what I, I hope that it takes away the fear. Like call your wine store and say, you know, I like Chardonnay. I like an Ogie Chardonnay, but I want to expand my palate. That's what a wine professional is there for, to, to walk you through the options. Mm-hmm. And I think that, especially at Seaboard Wine Warehouse, because I know them so well, Jen King, honestly, one of the best wine professionals in the triangle, if not the best, she is incredible. And she'll remember your palate. If you've been in there once, she'll remember what you liked. It's she's got this elephant memory. It's crazy. It's different. Right. And you say this um, often and something we should repeat, you know, don't feel intimidated by the thought of calling in and asking. That's what they get paid to do. And it's what they actually want to do because they like wine. Yeah, it's fun. I love turning on people to new wines. Frappato is my big one. Anyone who likes a Pinot Noir more is like, try Frappato. They're like, what's that? And I was like, it is my favorite one. It tastes like raspberry and roses. Don't you want to drink that? It's delicious. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's like what fairies would drink. Anyway. (laughs) So let's get to what this podcast is about. And it's about North Carolina wines because May is North Carolina Wine Month. We were going to go to a wine festival in Statesville. You and your husband, me and my husband, and, uh, well, thank you, COVID, for ruining those plans. That's one of the first things that, that got canceled. We were invited to Statesville Wine Walk, and we really appreciate those people, and we do want to come back next year, and we were, Sarah had gotten a sitter. I mean, like, that's the be all An overnight all. sitter. I've never right. gotten an overnight right. sitter before. Come on, everybody. We were pretty serious about this. Yeah, we were ready. And yet, uh, it got canceled this year. Yeah, but, but it'll be there next year. Hopefully. So look it up. Put it on your calendar for next year. Join us down there because let me tell you what, if we've had to wait more than a year for this, we are going to be on spot for having a good time at this thing. Look for the two noisiest broads you can find, Amy and Jamie. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's dragging behind us, pretending they don't know us. Okay. Yeah, they're just like, you know, got the butterfly nets to catch us when they need us. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's just jump right into the wines. We're going to start off in the on the coast, actually. And as someone who was raised on the coast, I found it very surprising that wine grows in the coast. Yeah, you had said all over North Carolina. Speak mm-hmm. to that a little bit, if you would. Well, I mean, you've got the coast of North Carolina, which, as we'll find out in a second, uh, the winery is called Sanctuary Vineyards, and mm-hmm. they are in the in Currituck County on the Outer Banks. I had no idea. I mean, like, it's so humid here, and it's so... Yeah. Windy and then like hurricanes, like Andy, the idea yeah. of you 
putting wine through that. I just didn't mm -hmm. think it could happen. You also got Duplin County Wines, which grows in the middle of the state. And then you got the mm -hmm. mountains, which makes a little more sense to me because it's more a little more uh, cool. cool. Right. Yeah, and you've yeah. got valleys that'll protect you from the wind and things. But the mm -hmm. I was shocked to find out that there was wine being grown on our coast. Well, and then Albarino too, because we, as Sarah had mentioned, as wine and dandy speaking collectively, we like yes. an Albarino. Yes, we do. Yeah, this is so, one of our tops. It is. So um, before I pour what would be my Here's first glass of this podcast, <laughs> let me let you in on a little secret. Uh, Jamie was, so we tend to do two podcasts at a time because we were busy ladies and we, uh, had done the previous episode, which is red blends. Jamie forgot to push, push play the last time we did this. So this is the I second time. I blame my dog. I mean, I don't even know. I just am blaming her for everything these days. And she was under my legs and I could have sworn I hit that button and I, we got way into this and I, I just. Mean, two episodes in. Gasped. I was, I was. So very disconcerted. But full disclosure, this is our fourth podcast today. Okay. Everything <laughs> tells you what's going on. We're doing our best. Sips that up. It's yeah, like pennies. <laughs> it's like pennies. So our savings account's going to buy us a Ferrari at this point. So let's go into our first wine. <laughs> Pearl Alberino from Sanctuary Vineyards. It's this honey color. Uh, it's, I you know, now that I mentioned that it's on the coast, I'm trying to smell for salt. Oh, oh yeah. Let me try. I don't really get salt. I don't get really salt. Yeah. It's very honey. I get a lot of honey. Mm -hmm. You know, and right now it's May here in North Carolina. The honeysuckles are blooming. Oh, and that's it. what this reminds me of. Yeah. And Sarah and I have been walking like it's our job separately. Um, so we both know, you know, you're smelling the honeysuckle and whatever that other bush is with all the tiny white flowers. You're smelling. Jasmine. jasmine. Well, the jasmine, which I'm now growing out front. Uh, got a jasmine vine growing out there. But this is a bush. It's um, an evergreen and then, but it has little white flowers. And right now when you walk, even if you're not near honeysuckle, you're getting that scent. And I need to do some research and find out what that is because it smells like heaven. It does. I, I love, I think that May and June are the best smelling months of the year. Oh, I agree. I agree. But this, this wine is, it's, it's mm. kind of, it's not necessarily light in body, but it's a lot more acidic than I expected. Right. It has... For an Albarino, it has a little, it's, it's very, it's crisper than what I expected. Yeah, this is rich. Yeah, this is not rich. It's tasty and I would drink it, certainly. But uh, it's crisp. You know what I would put this with? Mm. Fish. I think it would be really good with oysters. Oh, okay. Okay. Because of salt and the oysters. Because if you have a muscadine, which is the classic pairing, it's a very lean wine, very crisp wine. This is mm -hmm. kind of along those lines. It's just a little bit heavier in body. I was expecting it to be a little heavier given the nose. Yeah. You know what I would take this with? Because what? one time Jen King from Seaboard, who has provided our wines today, uh, did a pairing for us and took something with a little bit of an edge, a little bit crisp to it, and paired it with lemon curd. Oh, that's and right. And it the uh the kickback really and this would be good not that you're having lemon bars for dinner or maybe you are hey you know what it's a pandemic eat it's what there. you want yeah it. anyway <laughs> if you are having lemon bars for dinner this would be an excellent wine pairing and if you're having lemon bars for dinner uh contact us and we will do a drive-by snackage with you <laughs> yeah we'll toss some jelly beans right into your mouth it's there fine. you go <laughs> <laughs> but what's cool about this vineyard is that the the family has been growing wines on sanctuary vineyards for like generations. Really? And yeah, they, 
They started out with muscadine wines in Jarsburg, North Carolina, which is in Currituck mm -hmm. County, like I said before. Um, and they've been growing wine forever, which is great. Uh, I think it's I think it's super interesting. Like I said, I have no idea. And they're not just buying grapes to mix. No, they are literally they're not buying grapes. a single grape to mix. It's all awesome. done. Yeah, they're doing seventy eight Albarino in this bottle and twenty two percent Viognier. And they mm -hmm. also uh, grow Syrah, Tempranillo. Something called Norton, which I have no idea what that is. Why would you name a wine Norton? I know Norton. Walter. I mean, it's not their fault, I'm sure. I'm sure it was it's the, it's the grape they bought or the vines they bought. But... I've been working with wine for most of my life. I've never heard of Norton. Yeah, I've not heard of Norton. Um, and you would have heard of it. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, oh, we'll contact them and have them send us some so we can try it. <gasps> That's what we'll do. Okay, get on that. Write that down. Let's take a break while we call up Sanctuary Vineyard and try to get that Norton wine. And we'll be back in a minute. Welcome back. Uh, we are doing the North Carolina Wine Tour because it's North Carolina Wine Month and we had to celebrate. So we have all North Carolina wines via Seaboard Wine Warehouse. Thank you, Doug and Jen King. This fourth episode is starting to hit me. I'm going to have to eat something. Anyway, all right. So we're going on to Raylin Chardonnay. It's a barrel Chardonnay. And this is out of the Yadkin Valley, which is honestly one of the most beautiful parts of North Carolina. Um, you know what Raylin is for? Is that the mixture of two people's names? Or No, I tried to find that. I looked on their website. I went to their uh -huh. about section. I couldn't find it. Interesting. Yeah, so I don't this know. This created a story. Ray and Lynn fell in love. In Yadkin Valley, Yadkin over Valley. a bottle of Oaky Chardonnay, which is, I'm assuming, what this tastes like since it's called Barrel Chardonnay. Let's tell everybody what you call Barrel Chardonnay. <sighs> but it Let's go there. <laughs> it was a cougar who told me this, so okay. I call it cougar juice because in the 90s, hmm. the early 90s, so if you were coming up, if that was your heyday, when you were in your late 20s, early 30s, if that was your heyday, hmm. Chardonnays at that time were all oaked and had malolactic acid added. Mm -hmm. So it's got that real oaky, buttery Chardonnay flavor. So if those that was the time that it was your heyday, as you age, you're kind of the only generation who really dig these wines. Sure, there's <laughs> exceptions to that, you know, but for the most part, that's the that's the demographic that likes it. And let's yeah. just say you're single, well then you're a cougar because you're beautiful and you're right. on the prowl. You know what I'm saying? I'm waking hard. <laughs> Right. So this is something, um, too, that we talked about. Cougar Town was a show that talked yes. about that at the same time. And they were taking down some serious glasses of Chardonnay and really feeding into that. So Cougar became part of our vernacular and Cougar Juice is what these people drink, I guess. Yeah. So this is Cougar Juice. And I, that's what I expect it to taste like. I expect it to smell like oak, I expect it to coat the mouth like butter. Mm -hmm. um, and honestly, I have a special place in my heart for this. Like I, I don't hate cougar juice because yeah. I was 21 in the early 90s. Mm -hmm. And when I first started drinking wine, it was cougar juice. Yeah. Well, and I will say it Ooh. smells a little, a little charry. Now, do you think that this is a barrel that maybe they did the thing where they um, singe the barrel to, to add some flavor? It, that's what it smells like to me. To me, it just smells like... Honestly, it smells like new oak to me. It doesn't smell charred at all. It's it's extremely oaky. It smells like I opened up a brand new cabinet. It does smell buttery too. Yeah, no, this is this is gonna taste like classic cougar, cougar juice. Let's have a sip. It tastes like a memory, doesn't it? 
Tastes like the 42nd Street Oyster Bar where I first <laughs> tasted buttery Chardonnay. I still don't, I don't love it, but I do have a special place in my heart for it. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's perfectly drinkable. I would if somebody if somebody offered me a glass of this, I would certainly drink it. Uh, I would ask a lot of questions about the name Ray Lynn and what do we know about these people. It's perfectly fine. I, I, I mean, it's it's good. It's not my drink of choice, as you know. If I'm going white, I'm a Pinot Grigio. But it's a, it's a nice, and this too would I think be good with food. What would you serve this with? Ugh, it's hard to say. Chicken, uh, I think chicken roasted chicken would go best with this, in my opinion. What about pasta? Mm, I would do an uh, Alfredo. Now tell me, you said Eddie was making something interesting for you. Tell me oh, what yeah. that is. Well, that's what we uh, because this is our fourth podcast of the day, which should have been over an hour ago because it should have been our second. Um, <laughs> Later, I'm going to change into a hair, is it hair cloth shirt? <laughs> <laughs> Do not go in the Opus DI direction, okay? <laughs> um, I'm going to have a turn talking to you with myself. <laughs> so when we were in Tuscany, uh, whenever they were making our dinner, we stayed on a farm for agriturismo, which is a very affordable way to travel Europe. Um, you rent apartments or rooms at, at farms. The family made these things called Turales. And they're extraordinarily common in Tuscany. Like if you go to any bodega or any um, small store, they've got like homemade tarales. And there's these little blonde pretzel looking things. They're typically twisted uh-huh. and they're blonde. They're not going to be dark like a pretzel. And yeah. you make them with a flour. There's no egg. Um, flour, wine, um, oh. fennel, um, olive oil. Cool. And then you bake them and they're, cr- they're crisp like a cracker, but they're I'm trying to think of something that it's like. When Daryl's was a chain in Raleigh. Remember those mm-hmm. crackers like that? Mm, no. It's kind of got a, a pretzel consistency, mm-hmm. but they don't taste like a pretzel because of the wine in there. They're delicious. And nice. so she would bring a, a thing out. Everybody makes them. Like literally everybody makes them. And you bring it out and you have your wine while you're waiting for dinner and you snack on these Turales. So but, yeah. Eddie's making. You because we have maybe had many sips more than we had originally anticipated. Only because you didn't push record. Only because of that. Normally I would be actually right now I'd be at Wegmans, but instead I'm having my seventh glass of wine. Having <laughs> cocktail hour. <laughs> oh my god, today is not going to go as I expected. It is making the pandemic list. Yes, it truly is. I have a pandemic list of things that I want to remember that happened during this time. We've had some great things happen, some interesting things happen, and some you know not great things. But um, but I want to remember all of it, and I'm only going to share the one which I'm I have to be really kind of quiet about because um, so my younger son graduated uh, in December and then got a job right before the pandemic started, and so he is still living here until the end of the month. And his delightful girlfriend visits frequently. So they were upstairs one day and um, this is like at the top of my pandemic list uh, because I'll never be able to explain this. <laughs> so I was going somewhere. So I went upstairs and um, they had music playing. I went back to tell them I was going somewhere. My husband must have been out walking the dogs or something. So I was probably bike riding or something because I do that like it's an obsession now. So I go back to tell them I'm leaving and they don't hear me coming. So I come around the corner and oh, she's... Geez. No, it's nothing bad like that, <laughs> but it is really weird. She's sitting on the bed holding, I don't think they listen. I hope they don't, holding a picture. You know how when you order a picture, maybe from Amazon, you're thinking about framing it. So it comes in that cellophane wrapper. So it's a print of a, a like a monkey, like an orangutan. And she's 
crisscross applesauce on the bed and she's holding this picture up facing away from her. So it's facing my son who's standing up in front of it dancing. And I'm like, <laughs> so he doesn't see me. So he's just dancing in front of this monkey picture. <laughs> I'm like, uh, and, and so she sees me. She's laughing so hard she can't speak. So she goes, no, 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 wait. This has to seem so weird. And I was like, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, real weird. She goes, well, let me explain. I'm like, no, 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 nope. no. I don't want to know. I'm backing away. Goodbye. I care less. Want to try to forget about this, though. I'll never forget about it. Scrub, scrubby, scrub, scrub. <laughs> Mary, so monkey dance is at the top of my pandemic. So. Oh, well, certainly. Hilarious. Um, um, well, I know after seeing something like that, you probably went downstairs and grabbed yourself a glass of wine because that sounds terrifying <laughs> and slightly scarring as a mother. I don't look forward to seeing what I walk into with my four-year-old <laughs> later on in his life. Uh, <laughs> but I was going to tell you, this Petite Perdot from Jones Von Drail. It's a little bit more expensive. It's $24.99. And I wanted to mention that because it's a local wine. And anything made local is going to be a little bit more expensive because it's not made in the national level. You can't, mm -hmm. you know, charge a lower price because you're not making mass quantities. So I just wanted to make mention, this is how I think about tipping sometimes, because I'll admit, I have a cheekbone in my body. I definitely like stop and be like, hey, I don't want to pay that much. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, those three to six dollars. It's like yeah. three dollars sometimes that you give extra to have a smaller batched wine. Yeah. It's making a huge difference to these local businesses, wineries. So mm -hmm. it's worth three dollars. I mean, it's just three dollars. Yeah. You know? And we talked, you know, honestly, when you're able to go back out to eat, um, you're going to spend six to $15 on a glass of wine. Right. Now it's time to really help these people out and, you know, pay it forward, you know, bless them so that their business can stay in business. Just a thought. Anyway, so John's Rodrigo Petit Bordeaux is delicious. So you've been to this vineyard. I have right? been to this vineyard. Mm -hmm. I went there probably about three or four years ago at this point. Luca was born. He, mm -hmm. was, he was young and I had to go to a wedding out there. And Beautiful. so, we, yeah, it was gorgeous. My friend, Sydney, love her. Mm -hmm. um, and it's this beautiful, beautiful vineyard on this, and like the valley. So it's like this dank kind of foggy valley. It was a kind of cloudy day when we went. Mm -hmm. And I know that they pride themselves on making European style wine. Okay. So it's old world, kind of earthy, not a whole lot of fruit forward business going on. It's in mm -hmm. Thurman, North Carolina, just in case I didn't mention that. Mm -hmm. And uh, they do some really interesting grapes there as well. They do a Tempranillo. They mm -hmm. do a Merlot, Cab Franc, a Viognier, uh, and a Petit Mensang, which is a really unique grape uh, that typically is only grown in the Languedoc region of France. Oh. So it's they're doing some really cool things. Honestly, no disrespect to the other wines that we've had, but mm -hmm. I think this is one of the most exciting vineyards in our state. Bold words. We'll be right back to find out more. Now, when you were out there for the wedding, were they serving all these wines? Have you had this Petit Verdet? I have had it before. Mm -hmm. uh, I've had I've had most of their wines because mm -hmm. um, I went there and you could taste it. And they actually brought out a tasting nice. like it's like a briefcase and it had these little vials of um, oh, cool. that you could smell that were like distilled, just like, this is what a white porcini smells like. This is what a lemon smells like. So you can like build your palate. How cool is that? It was really cool. I love Jones Von Drail. I think they're cool yeah. and they're in-laws. So these are a, a cup, a pair of in-laws, uh -huh. the Joneses oh. and the Von uh -huh. Drails, and they decided to open this vineyard. 
Oh, that's cool. Because normally you would think that would not mix. But yeah, I know. this is a 2015, so it has a little bit of age on it, right? It does, yeah. And okay. Petit Bordeaux is, is another one of those like very rarely seen by themselves wine. Okay. Oh, it smells good. Mm. It smells like the jelly in a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Concord grape. Oh, yes. Mm, it's yummy. It's yummy. It's a little dry. I think it would stand up nice to like a pork chop or mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like vegan business. Um, hmm. I, I think it would be good. What if it be good with mole? Oh, it would be good with mole. Yeah. Have you ever made mole? Oh, yeah. We talked about this before. Yeah. Big mole mm-hmm. fan. I love sweet potatoes in my mole and I, it's basically just chili with chocolate in it. What's not to like? Right, right. <laughs> and a little bit of peanut butter and chocolate. So, boom. Uh, this is delicious. This is a very nice light red, I think. Yeah, it's well, it's light in body. It mm-hmm. does have some grip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, but it, it's it's not as heavy as some of those heavy. Like I think this is one you could drink all year round. Yes. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. Agree right, with we that. are going to do a summer reds um, podcast, but I think this is one that could fit into that slot. Do you agree? Uh, when I think summer reds, I think of something that you can chill, and I wouldn't chill. Oh, yeah. If, no. you, if you chilled this, it would tighten the tannins, and it would become kind of bitter. Right. But, but there are wines that are built to chill, mm-hmm. which is going to be the name of my new album. I was just thinking, oh. <gasps> <laughs> but, yeah, so there are wines out there that I think would do better with a right. chill. This, this, But this is a lovely wine. I think if you had, like, lamb or, mm-hmm. um, you know, like I said before uh, – what, what was it I said? Well, before? we could do you could do a picnic. This would you be a great picnic wine because you don't have to chill it. Right. This would be a perfect if you if you're picnicking with someone who likes red. This um, I'm trying to pronounce the Jones von Drail, right? Jones von Drail, yeah, it, and it's perfect. It's local, like local right now, as you know. And I hate to use this term because it's used everywhere, but now more than ever, buying local is so important. If you it want is, culture yeah. in your community, you have to buy local. Mm-hmm. And it really makes a huge difference. And huge so, difference. I mean, you're so, listening to a local podcast. Right. So when you try these local wines, you know, tell your friends, you know, share it, share the link for this um, local wine podcast. And, and I know everybody says, if one more person says it. So brace yourselves, people. I'm going to say it. We're all in this together. Because <laughs> we, we are. Really are. <laughs> and uh, really supporting local is a pretty easy way to be supportive for your community. Well, I think that's the end of our fourth podcast today, Jamie. Yes. <laughs> and again... Uh, gloom, despair, and agony on me. What is the rest of that? Deep, dark depression, excessive misery to me, but not really. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. It's for another day. Okay. Anyway. Hey, remember that last time that we had a mess up and I accidentally deleted the podcast and it was for gas station wines? At least these are delicious. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> At least we're not drinking Drek. <laughs> <laughs> we're not drinking unleaded, so you're good. Um, <laughs> if you have any questions or you want to wax poetic or if you have a dinner party or a gift that you need help with, we would be happy to help you. We are on social media, obviously, Facebook mm-hmm. and Instagram. We don't do Twitter because it's just not our style. Uh, but feel free to contact us there. We would love to get in touch with you and find out what you're drinking during this pandemic. Both under Wine and Dandy Podcast. And then go to iTunes and by all means rate us because it helps people find us when they search Wine Podcast. If you rate us highly, it'll come up. And we want lots of friends at this party because while we're all drinking alone at this time, If you listen to this podcast, we're actually drinking together and it feels good. We're social creatures. Cheers. Cheers.
I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We've been asked several times how to host more people or build out entertainment spaces for folks. There's a lot of things that we can do. Depending on the size of your base, we can add in an island, get you more countertop space. We can put in some larger ovens so you can cook larger meals. We do beer bars. We can do wine bars. We can do soda machines, coolers, all that. Kind of stuff. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's the Designery at thedesignery.com. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.